Hi, this is Anita from the Global Trade Gal, where we talk about all things to do with global trade. And if any of you have been listening to my podcast, you would know that we work in the home decor field. So we basically, we create, develop, and manufacture home decor and home furnishings. And one of the things which I have discovered through all my years of living and working in Asia and being in this uh, business is that you really have to take the attitude of being a trainer. And you might ask yourself, why? Well, shouldn't you just be able to give a factory something and just expect them to be able to do it? Yeah, there are some really great factories out there, but even my experience has shown me that the best factories, even the best factories, they need to have some type of, um, you know, you need to be able to really explain to them exactly what you need and why you need it, or it's very difficult for them to do it especially if you are doing products which are called OEM, which are your own designs. If you're just buying something off the shelf that the factory's already produced, then this maybe is not so important. You don't need to worry so much about this. But if you're doing a lot of what we're doing, which is our own custom designs, where we're going in and we're basically telling the factories, here's what you want want me to produce, here's the color, here's the size, here's the shape, then I have found that we really need to take on the attitude of being a trainer. One of our core values at Mindoro, and we're going to talk over the next few weeks a bit about core values and why core values are important. But one of our core values is that we believe that we are trainers. And, you know, we are committed to our vendor partners that, you know, we will get them the best quality products. You know, that we really want to make sure for all of our partners that we get the best quality products. And that one of our core values is training, that we will work with them to make sure that we have a deep commitment to ensure that the product we get is of the highest quality and standard. And I think if you take that attitude, then you can become a reliable partner in the industry. People will realize that, hey, this company is willing to go a bit of the extra mile. They're willing to do something extra. They're willing to go in there and actually train. And we do this a lot, especially when it comes to like color chips and finishes and other things like that. We we develop a lot of our own in-house, and then we have to go into these factories. Many of them are smaller vendors, and we have to help them to be able to uh, create these unique finishes and color chips. And we many times have to go in and show them step by step exactly what needs to be done. Here's kind of a bit of what we do when we work with uh, some of our, our vendor partners and how we work with them in being able to ensure that the product is correct. Because really, truly, at the end of the day, our goal should be to get the highest quality product at the best price possible and to have no problems. You know, nobody wants to be dealing with problems. I mean, I don't want to deal with problems and and the customer doesn't want to deal with problems and your customers don't want to deal with problems. And the factory doesn't want to deal with problems. So all of us should really have the same goal. And that goal should be to be able to produce products which are free from defects and do not have quality issues and which basically are the correct products. So, you know, our first step that we have for our customers in the in the training is to understand what their product vision is. If you don't understand what you're doing or why you're doing it, it's really difficult for you to be able to train anyone else. In other words, if you don't know what you're doing, how can you expect to train? You can't. So the first thing you need to really do is understand what is it that the customer, the client wants, 
And you need to have a vision to understand that and understand exactly what they want and why they want it. And, you know, this is really the difficult part because so many times we make assumptions and those assumptions may not be right. I once was working with a factory and and in this factory, this woman, you know, sees herself as a designer. So she'd be saying like, oh, no, this is good. You need to do this and not do that. And I finally said to her, I said, look, you're not the designer here. Like, this is not your product. You are the factory. What you think doesn't matter. What matters is what the client wants. If the client doesn't want to have gold leaf, then we're not going to do the gold leaf. Even if you think the gold leaf is the best design ever, it doesn't matter because it's what the client wants. So this is kind of a mistake that a lot of factories make as they kind of see themselves as a designer or we know it all. And we're going to tell people what they need to do. And really, it comes down to the fact that you need to understand what they want. You need to work closely with them to understand their design preferences, their quality, their expectation, the target market. You need to really understand what is it that they need so that you can be able to supply that. We, you know, work hard to educate our vendors on the requirements. We, um, you know, look at our vendors as partners. We will try to really educate them on the requirements, what the requirements are, and why they are some specific requirements. You know, we'll do some stuff or we'll conduct some workshops, seminars, some one-on-one training. Usually, most of the time, it's one-on-one training that we will conduct to be able to really show our factories what needs to be done. Here's the finish we need, and here's how you do the finish, and here's how the finish needs to look. And all of these things is what we try to do. We try to, you know, show them a little bit about the trends and and we explain to them why quality is important. Because many of these vendors, especially smaller vendors, may not quite understand. They may not get it, especially if you're working in a country which is a developing country or third world country. You know, they may not really understand exactly why quality is important. We actually go the extra step in that we'll do a lot of testing. We do several types of tests. I've talked about tests before. I've talked about how testing is important. That, you know, any type of product you're doing, do some tests. You know, like do have your people do some in-house tests to be able to test it and make sure. If you're doing dinnerware, for example, stick it in a dishwasher. Make sure it washes okay. If you're doing ovenware, stick it in the oven. Make sure that it will work okay. Even if it's already been tested, you do your own testing. We we will do for wood, we'll do some tests, which are called cycle tests, which are hot and cold tests, meaning we'll put the wood into the heat, we'll put the wood into the cold. Uh, we'll do that for paint too, see how paint will react in extreme weather and extreme conditions. Um, you know, many times like in the oven, we might add some water to make some humidity. So it'd be like if there's a lot of humidity and it's very hot, how is it going to react? And this is especially important as the um, world is changing. Weather patterns are changing. There can be extreme cold, extreme heat, and you don't know if your product is stuck in a container in those conditions. So it's better that you start doing these things in-house just to make sure. We are constantly looking at how can we improve this product. You know, that is something that you know, you need to really train people to constantly look at why, how can this be improved? What can we do to make it better? How can it become better? I recently had a conversation with one of my um, staff about this. And she was saying like, well, why do we need to worry about this? And I said, look, I said, we need to understand this stuff. This should be our job. We should be the ones that are saying, what can we do to test this? How can we make this better? It is far easier for us to sometimes correct things at the factory than for someone else to correct it in their own place or their own warehouse. That is why we need to really constantly look at and say, 
What are we doing to improve this product and how do we make this product better? I really believe there's a lot of value in for a company to take the approach of we are trainers. You know, for us to really be a partner for our customers and a partner for our vendors, which a partner means that you are in a sense of trainers, that we you are there to help you to be able to find the solutions that you need to find. Then it becomes that there is a value there. Because training helps with quality, it helps um, us to be able to see product solutions. And it basically can help save costs and it can help mitigate risks. And we should all be in business to be able to mitigate risks. It also can help to enhance communication and collaboration. And yes, there will be some knowledge transfer and empowerment that goes on there too. But I have found that most people, even, you know, you give that to them, a lot of times they still need help. And so you know, you as taking the training approach doesn't mean that you have to give everything away, but you certainly need to be able to be willing to give enough away so that you can ensure that you're getting the product at the price, the quality, the color, the design, the packaging, all those things that you're getting that product because in the long run, it's going to save you a lot of headaches. It's going to make your customers be happier with you and also with your vendor partners. So if you are looking to develop any type of products as part of the global supply chain, it is important that you see yourself in this role. This is Anita from the Global Trade Gal, and we'd love to hear from you if you have any questions, any comments, any thoughts. If you've liked this podcast, please give us a thumbs up. We'd really appreciate that. If you are not part of us, we'd love to have you subscribe, where we talk about all things to do with global trade. We'd like to thank you, our listeners, because we know without you, this would not be possible. And we'd like to thank our team that helps make this possible, especially Rico, for helping us put this together. Thank you all so much.